Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode three. This is Patty Dominguez, your Boss Free Society co-host. Just giving you a heads up on this episode, we had a little bit of sound quality uh, issues around the halfway point. And in, the, in this episode, we're talking about six habits where you can start out your morning in an exceptional way. And just a heads up, habit number three is visualization. That is the missing link you have here in this show. But again, all good. I hope the content is what you are expecting and you take tremendous value from it because Tim and, and I enjoy recording these shows tremendously. So welcome to episode three. Do you believe there is more to your career than waiting for the gold watch in 40 years? Did you know that the average American spends 200 hours a year commuting to a job they probably hate? Does it frost your ass to get a 2% raise that barely keeps up with the rate of inflation? Have you ever worked for a boss hole? We know how you feel, and we want to help. Welcome to the Boss Free Society Podcast, your entertaining entrepreneur therapy session with your hosts, Tim Wambach and Patty Dominguez. Couch not included. Tim, how are you? Doing great, Patty. How are you? I am awesome. I'm are, awesome. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, we are back in the studio, and we're going to do something a little different today uh, for you listeners out there. We're going to do a show called He Said, She Said. Yeah, so the overall idea, guys, is that by doing these He Said, She Said shows, you can really get in touch with how we think, just some challenges that we are putting on each other to get better, to be better, to do better, and really live into our potential. So it was just an idea. Instead of just interviewing the guests that we've had, and as amazing as they are, to me, it's about sitting back, taking it all in, and then seeing how it is having an impact on our lives. And through the ideas that we share, there may be a nugget or two that you can apply to your life. Exactly. And I think today what we're going to kind of look into and kind of dive into is just why we feel that reading you know, personal development books, positive books, uh, is so important for the entrepreneur, for the boss-free society who are out there listening to us. And, you know, I've been someone who's definitely has has read a lot of books over the years, and I attribute everything that I have really to to that because it helps your mindset. When we when you dig deep into what, what successful people do, it's, it's all about mindset. It is. I mean, fundamentally, the one thing that I learned when, and I did this over time, it wasn't ever really clear to me, but when I quit my job, I just jumped in, right? And I thought it was all about getting into action, which of course is absolutely essential. But bigger than that is I was getting into action with a lot of anxiety. So it wasn't it wasn't granting me the results that I was looking for. I was kind of shoehorning success as opposed to really getting into that whole concept of, I don't know if you guys have heard out there, the whole concept of in the flow, right? So this is a term that has been popularized. I've heard this whole concept a lot this year, and I don't know if it's just uh, a result of the types of podcasts and coaching that I'm listening to, but being in the flow is really about living in ease. And the way that you live in ease has everything to do with your mindset. And I think that Tim and I are definitely huge advocates for mindset being kind of front and center um, into creating the right type of environment because it all starts on the inside. Right. right. So like, it, like you were talking about with, you know, you were 
being active, but you also are with the anxiety. When you are doing that, actually, you're really burning the candle at both ends. Right. You're not you're not being as productive as you can as you can be, and that you know it isn't you're you're not creating the results that you want because of that. And and that's where my mindset definitely is at the root of everything that we do. Yeah, absolutely. So for us, the whole concept of mindset, let's start out because I will admit to the the Boss Free Society peeps that I am notoriously bad at getting up early. So this is one of the areas that Tim and I have been talking about. It's an area that I definitely require to improve upon is becoming a morning person. And I've read in so many instances, successful people have the habit of waking up early and getting into that right mindset. So, Tim, do you have, as somebody who is a morning person, can you talk a little bit about why being a morning person has helped you personally in your right. success? You know, I think the the best way to describe it is when you wake up early and start getting things done, you're building momentum that carries on throughout the day. And, you know, when you're able to do it, it's kind of like I think the Marines have that uh, that cliche, you know, we get more done before noon than most people do all day. It's kind of adapting, adopting that mindset is, you know, get as much as done as you can before, let's say, noon. And, you know, you just feel like you're unstoppable. And then there, there's you're really, you know, I guess to use another analogy, like you're playing with the house's money, you know, like you're, you're ahead of the game. And, you know, you're you're doing things for the right reasons. Like for me, you know, I also kind of try to use the the time zones to my advantage, you know, and I'm, I'm in, you know, Patty and I are in the central time zone. And if I have, you know, business or, or, or calls to do that are on the West Coast and then I, and I might have calls to do on the East Coast, I kind of try to utilize them within my day and, and try to get the most bang for my buck. So if I wake up early you know, around eight o'clock in the morning, I can start calling the East Coast, you know, for, you know, for follow-ups or what have you. And then the flip side is also correct. At five o'clock in the evening, you can start calling the West Coast because it's three o'clock there. So you're still, you know, working longer than, you know, it's just using that as, as a way to kind of, kind of utilize different time zones as well and, you know, kind of elongate the day. So for me, I am very much on the flip side of that. I mean, I give um, anybody that's a morning person a lot of credit, but to be honest with you, I never understood. I'm like, people who wake up in the morning and are all zippy and, and happy, like, oh, my God, there's something just fundamentally wrong with that. Like, what is that? <laughs> you know? And so I'd, I I had the bad habit of getting very caffeinated in my corporate career, and I'd reach my target heart rate, and then it would just be all, like, just zooming and ready to go in the day, but it was all kind of fabricated. It wasn't authentic. It wasn't because I woke up in the morning on purpose. I, I would hit the snooze button a couple of times, primarily because I hated going to work, but the other side was just I dreaded starting my morning because I had been up so late in the evening. So to me, the one thing that, that I've heard over and over again, and I'm going to put a challenge out there for you, Tim. Let me know what you think about this, but I read this incredible book just story, just in brief, okay? I will admit I have a book on order. I downloaded it to my Kindle, but I did take a look at a YouTube video um, that is about an hour and 20 minutes long by the author's name is Hal Elrod. And Hal Elrod wrote this book called The Miracle Morning. And I was very intrigued by the whole concept because, again, it's just something that has been calling at me for a while now, and it's definitely something that I'm ready to jump into. It is time. 
And how, <laughs> it is just time. I can't stop avoiding it. 2015. 2015. I'm committed to becoming a morning person because I'm ready to take my game to the next level, of course. So basically what Hal Elrod talks about in this book is the miracle morning, habits that he was able to develop and he explains a lot about his story in the book of what transpired and how for him it was a game changer of how to set up his day for success. And he talks about the fact that once you do this and really it, it takes control of your day instead of dreading starting the day. And if you have that whole concept of like hitting the snooze button and just and just not being present or not being on purpose in your day, what kind of a day do you think you're going to have? So the way that he said it made so much sense to me. And so he talks about six different habits that I'm going to share with you guys. And we will have a link to the book itself and to the YouTube video as well, just so everybody can take a look and really take on this challenge with us. Uh, for the next 30 days, I'm challenging you, TW, to this. I'm, I'm ready. Yeah, this is, this is news <laughs> to me. I haven't read the book or seen the YouTube video, so I'm looking forward to, to diving into that. So here are the six habits of the morning miracle. Um, the first one being meditation. He talks about it being quiet time, meditation, prayer, whatever your religious beliefs are. You can do the prayer side of it. I'm more spiritually in tune, so I will work on meditation. I have found that binaural beats, I know this sounds really crazy, but binaural beats are these sounds that allow you to get into different levels and different brain waves. So we'll also link to a couple of apps that, that I've used in my my meditation practice that help you kind of get into the zone and quiet your mind, right? Have a prayerful mind. So the first step of that is meditation and he suggests doing it for 10 minutes. So 10 minutes just to start your day, uh, clear your mind, get yourself into that right zone. Do you, Tim, practice any meditation? Yeah, you know, I, I have, but I, I haven't, I'm not in the habit of doing that. So this is good. I, this, I, this will definitely be a challenge for me to, to get back into um, doing the meditation and, and doing it early in the morning when, when I wake up. Yeah, and it's only 10 minutes. And I think, you know, initially when people think about meditation, they're like, man, I can't quiet my mind. And I know I can't. I have so many monkeys in my head. I'm always thinking, I'm like, oh, I got to take the kids there. Or I got to do that. Or I got to go to a dry cleaning or whatever. Yeah, you just can't focus on having a clear mind. That is definitely one of the biggest challenges is getting to that level. And for some people, it takes years and years. But I have found that this binaural beats really helps. So again, we're going to have that linked up in the show notes just so you guys can have some options there. But it really is only for 10 minutes. It's not a big deal. That's okay. that's great. That's a that's a nice little uh, addition to the ritual. Let's cool. let's go on. Let's go. Let's get let's what's next? What's next? Step 2 is <laughs> affirmations. Affirmations. Just what are those quotes or incantations is the way that Tony Robbins talks about. Isn't that right, Tim? Yes. Incantations that, that you can say to yourself, like I am whole, perfect, strong, powerful, loving, harmonious, and happy. Okay, so that's an example of an affirmation. Now I'm gonna throw a curveball to you, because yes. um, I read a book uh, by his name's Noah St. John, and he has a book called Affirmations, and it's putting everything in the positive. I uh, will put a link to his book, and there, there's other. Uh, other things that are attached to that, I'll, I'll, I can come up with some more notes on that. But it's just, it's the same thing as, you know, affirmation, but the way he describes it, it's just, you know, a slight 
change and its affirmations, and it's put everything in the positive and everything in as if, if it already happened. Yes. So it, so it's training your brain uh, in that respect. So that's something, that. that's something that is another dual threat kind of thing where it's, you know, working, working for you. It's just a matter of visualizing the things that you would love to have in your life, the things, the, the trajectory of what you want your life to be like, right? So when I think about visualizing, I think about my husband and I having a condo in San Diego, having a condo here in Chicago and going back and forth because I really hate the cold here in Chicago. So that's just one example of what I visualize, you know, what I visualize for my business, what I visualize for Boss Free Society, you know, the way that Tim and I can impact um, the greater community. So those are just some examples of the visualization um, that I think about and just kind of flying off the cuff. How about you, Tim? You know, I think visualization is another thing that I have practiced in the past, but it's not something that I am currently currently doing. So I'm another great challenge that I'm looking forward to. But, you know, I think for me, I'm recently married, got married in August. And, you know, my wife and I, we definitely have a lot of different goals that we want to accomplish with, you know, within our marriage and, you know, starting a family and, you know, buying a dream home down the road. So those are things that definitely I will be visualizing and, and, and preparing to accept into my life. That's amazing. Love it. Love it. Okay. Step four is exercise. Okay. So this is an area that I have been um, touch and go on, meaning if I set a goal for myself, for example, completing a marathon or half marathons, et cetera, I will program my brain to get it done. And I do um, go through different running programs in order to achieve those goals. Cause really anybody, well, anybody that is able um, can run a marathon um, just as long as you follow this like 20 week program. Sometimes you can see programs that on the internet. So this is a perfect example of I, I don't have any issue doing those things. But then what's happened to me traditionally is in the winter, I just shut down. I stopped exercising because of the cold and I just don't even want to deal with it. So really harnessing the power of exercising, getting that blood pumping to the brain and really waking up your brain and setting yourself up for the day and success with exercise is just something that is absolutely essential. I just see it and I hear it every day. Successful people are fit, right? So there has to be that congruence in every area of your life. You just can't be super successful in one area of your life. That health um, aspect of it is absolutely essential. You know, the, the things that you're feeding your body, of course, you know, nutrition is exceptionally important, but also moving the body. And what better way is to move the body than in the morning? Yeah, getting it done early in the morning, really, that the thing like, you know, when you work out, you get that those endorphins, you know, that are charged. And that really, again, helps with the rest of your day as well. You know, again, like I talk about, building that momentum for the day when you work out in the morning those you know that endorphin rush really carries on through a lot of different phases throughout the day awesome all right step we're on step 5 step 5 is reading personal development every day. This one is not a problem for me. Um, I, I was doing it or I, I do do it in the evening. And so now I just have to switch it up into the morning, which is not a big deal for me. I read this concept from Brian Tracy, who is a very popular author. He said, if you read just 10 pages a day, just 10, think about how many pages that is a year, right? And that is the equivalent of 10 to 12 books. So if you read just 10 pages a day, you can just 
complete one book a month at a minimum. And so what happens is, Brian Tracy talked about this whole concept of you will never be the same again, and you will be light years ahead of anybody else that is not doing that work, especially when you focus on personal development books. Absolutely. Yeah. Brian Tracy is the, you know, the king of that. And, and like, you know, like he says, you know, those 10 pages a day, you know, and if all the other people in your field aren't doing that and you do that for five years, you're now, you know, that, that much further ahead of the rest of the people in your field. And also I think what you'll notice too, if you set a goal for 10 pages, you're probably going to read 15, 20, maybe even 30 or 40, you know, because you're just, you're, you're, you know, that sometimes that the, the lower the goal is, the higher you go over it, you know. So I think, you know, 10 pages, again, it's it's simple. It's not – usually it's about a minute a page. So you're looking at 10 minutes. That, that That's not a big commitment. And at the same time, you're feeding your mind some, some really positive stuff. And Brian Tracy has a ton of books out there that would be, you know, great to, to dive into that were, you know, that he's just a great author and has a lot of great ideas and, and whatnot. Yeah, so again, guys, just 10 pages a day, really nothing. It's, it's so easy. Okay, and then the last one is journaling. And I have tried journaling in the past, and I say tried because I've done it unsuccessfully. I've tried different apps on my iPad for journaling. And what I have found, Tim Ferriss, who is an author of the 4-Hour Work Week, 4-Hour Body, 4-Hour Chef, really popular guy, he uh, had a video that I saw one time with a journal called the 5-Minute Journal. And if you guys haven't heard about it, Google 5-Minute Journal. It's also going to be in the show notes as well, 5-Minute Journal. And it's just such a really great format. It's an easy journal. I think I paid like 20 bucks for it or so online. And it basically talks about what your perfect day would look like, some affirmations for you to include. And then in the top of it, just some things that you're grateful for. And so the whole intention is starting out your day in gratitude, really setting the course for what you want your day to look like. So that's what you would do in the morning. And then at the end of the day, you open up your five-minute journal again, and in the evening you just kind of talk about the three things that were just great, great about that day. Again, setting the tone of gratitude for what you accomplished in that day. And then the last two things are two areas that you could have done better. So I often put on there like, oh, I should have, or I should have had more water or I could have called so and so back like I just it just is the ability to check in with yourself but that five minute journal again is only five minutes for the entire day that really has helped me tremendously so that's again called the five minute journal I'm gonna have to check that out too because I've, I've been notoriously bad at journaling and that's something that I've really look at what one of my big downfalls is because I, I look at my old journals and it's like there's six month gaps, three month gaps, right. eight month gaps, you know, and there's all these gaps. And it's like, you know what, I want to, you know, be able to leave these, these journals to, to my kids and my grandkids. And, and I think that's, you know, it's a way to leave a legacy. You know, you're talking about Brian Tracy, another exceptional man uh, who has passed, uh, his name is Jim Rohn. And Jim, Jim Rohn is, you know, basically, I mean, he's just like the, the, the father of personal development in my eyes. And, you know, he talks about journaling and, you know, having, these you know, hard bound journals that you can give back to your family and, mm-hmm. and really sh- you're really creating that legacy of who you are and the, what better way to, to, to find out who you are for your 
children and grandchildren then to read your words, you know, and, you know, date that too, date your work. So, you know, like, the, you know, the time frame. like, oh my God, you know, on December 26th, 2014, grandpa was doing this or, you know, I mean, something I think it's powerful to really, to stamp it. Like, you know, I'll give you an example for Christmas Eve dinner. I was over at my, um, my wife's aunt's house and after they, they do this thing every year where they, they have a tradition of, of lighting candles for those who have passed on. And her uncle, he moved recently, and he had these letters from his mother and, and brothers and sisters that he that he read. And they were like these letters were like forty years old. So like and it was just so cool to hear and you know his the grandmother has passed on as well. So to, to hear her words and a lot of the a lot of the, the cousins and whatnot. They never had met their their grandma or didn't have much you know much memories of her, but to hear those words you know in the letter because no one really writes letters now you know and and you know that's a form of journaling but the, the thing was it was so powerful and to hear how you know the aunts and uncles you know when they were in their teens you know writing like writing to their to their older brother who was in college because uh, her uncle was was it was he was in college when he was getting these letters so the, the 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 bottom line of it was you know it's just it's like a time capsule and that's what journaling is it's a time capsule and it really gives gives a great you know just a, a great outlook to those people that are reading it you know to to leave behind i agree it's so amazing i have even seen people who have found those types of of letters or documents and and they frame them right so they frame them around their house and really become heirlooms and stuff. that's so beautiful but yeah so the idea is journaling journaling and and really showing that gratitude and leaving as as a matter of fact i read that same thing that jim Rohn did he's talked about his library right yep exactly uh, that people that are super successful they 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 have huge libraries and people that are not have huge TVs <laughs> or something like that. I'm like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So ever since I've been a learner of Jim Rohn wisdom, I buy a ton of books. I know, Tim, you have a lot of books as well. And I've been journaling for several years now. I think I started in 2008. So I have awesome. quite a few journals, awesome. and the idea is exactly that, to leave a legacy for my kids if they ever want to see all the monkeys in my head or the things I used to think about. Right. Um, it's all documented. I think it's pretty cool. That's fabulous. Yeah, I have like five, six bookshelves of just all you know, different kinds of books. And you know, I think that that's – Really, that's another thing that I would love, you know, love to leave behind is my library, because my library has served me well, and and it's it's so cool. You know, I, I go, I often go back and read books that I have read two, three, four times too, because you're in a different place when you read the book. You know, when the first time, like Think and Grow Rich, everyone I'm sure that's listening to this, most people have read the book Think and Grow Rich, and you know, I've read that starting when I was, I think, 21 and I'm 40 now. And I've, you know, I wouldn't say I've read it every year, but I've definitely gone back to it multiple times and, and you're in a different place and you, you, you hear things differently. You see things differently. You, you'll grab out. Oh, I, I don't remember that quite the way, you know, that's written or, you know, just so many different things. I think it's important also to go back and read books that you've already read. Brilliant. So that. In a nutshell, is that Miracle Morning, again, by Hal Elrod, and I love that format of those six points, and you can see, well, he, suggest, well, he wakes up at 4.30 or 5 o'clock, um, so I think if you wake up at 5 o'clock, you can crank through that, do the exercise, get yourself pumped up for the day, 
And I would venture to guess that the first 10 days are going to be really painful um, just to create a new habit. I know I'm going to be cussing you out, Tim, that this is challenging <laughs> because I don't know, cussing myself out because I've been the one. I was like, yes, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. So in premises is a really good idea. And damn it, I'm going to follow through because that's what I do. And we'll just have to keep each other accountable. But if you guys want to participate in this 30-day challenge, um, add your pledge to commit to it in the Boss Free Dojo in the Facebook uh, group that we have, in the community group that we have, and we'd love to hear how you guys are coming along with this 30-day challenge. You're always looking to be better, and if you guys want to curse me out, that's cool. Well, we'll we'll get through it together. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 great to have an accountability um, partner, accountability buddy, however you want to look at it, just because, you know, it, that added pressure really helps. You know, and, and pressure, I'm using that in a positive sense, not a negative sense. Absolutely. So yeah, I think I think you know going to the, the Boss Free Dojo is a great a great resource to to kind of share ideas too because you know like Patty said we're always looking to, to improve and I've heard this before and I'll I'll say it you know the largest room in the world is the room of improvement the room for improvement. Look, look, at, you. <laughs> look at you adding your so, wisdom. What's yeah, up, Yoda? Well, you, know, you gotta drop that stuff. I think it's actually. I think, <laughs> I think it was Dale Carnegie, I think, who said that. So I, I, I definitely did not come up with that, but I, I often quote it. Wow. Nice. So, yeah. I like your style, TW. Yeah. I mean, this is great, Patty. I mean, I really appreciate you bringing, bringing that to the table today because, you know, it, it, we were talking about this off camera, off microphone, <laughs> off live. Off mic. <laughs> about how, you know, how habits are so essential to success in, in whatever capacity. And however you define success, habits really are, you know, the the foundation to to get what you want. And then, Absolutely. And, and what you just laid out is an incredible way to start your day to, to really build those habits. Because I'll tell you right now, if anyone goes through those 30 days and does those six habits religiously, you're going to see an amazing transformation, amazing transformation, amazing impact. It, it, I'm, I'm looking forward to this, Patty. I'm really looking forward to this because do this. the challenges, you know, has been laid, the gauntlet has been dropped. And, and I think, I think uh, you know, we're going to both be better for it. And whoever, you know, whoever jumps on board with us is going to be better for it. Nice. Nice. I love it. So that cool. guys concludes this episode the call to action is this 30 days implementing these six habits you let us know what you think let us know if you think it sucks i will be thinking it sucks the first 10 days for sure but we will get through <laughs> it it's gonna be all good and let us know okay so check us out thank you so much see you next time bye-bye thank you for listening to the boss free society podcast if you want more Connect with us on Facebook at Boss Free Society fan page, Twitter at Boss Free Society, or join our group of other boss-free-minded peeps at the Boss Free Dojo on Facebook.